The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. The Coaches Show is brought to you by Prentice Awesome Heating and Air, family-owned and operated since 1977. Get the best service with Prentice Awesome Heating and Air online at PrenticeAwesome.com. I'm Danny Brewer. I'm joined now by Blackman Head Football Coach Chandler Tigard. Coach, welcome to the show. Good morning, Danny. So, last night's game, very entertaining. <laughs> Before we talk about offensive strategy or defensive strategy, we're going to talk about maybe the most important thing from last night, the fashion strategy. Okay. How about how, <laughs> how about those orange pants last night, Coach? Yeah. Tell, tell me about them. Thanks, Danny. Yes, yeah, so that's two weeks in a row. Uh, so uh, somehow we decided that uh, Lauren, my wife, is going to start picking out what we wear or what I wear for game day. Um, I'm not the tallest guy in the world, so and I signal and stuff. So we had to find something that kids can see me. Uh, a lot of times that the referees don't know who the head coach is, and so uh, I tried to wear a different shirt because they're searching my assistant coaches trying to find me. And then we're slowly getting this thing figured out. She's picked out orange pants. Uh, we did that last week. I wore them actually, and uh, we broke the school record for uh, total yards. So I guess she said, "Hey, we're putting them on again." And so she picks it out, and I put it on, and let's rock and roll. Well, I think Coach Happy wife happy life right so if she says do it then it's kind of yes ma'am right if you've met mine you better say so yeah (laughs) all right so i want to talk about the quarterback now i i that was the first time that i had seen him live jack riser coming in i knew he had a like a 70 percent completion percentage Mm -hmm. but it's not because he throws a bunch of slip screens oh no that that kid is deadly accurate at times yeah we're pushing the ball down the field this year so we've got uh three big time wide outs another tight end um, and so we, we're, we're turning them loose, you know, and we're throwing a lot of deep balls, and uh, we don't throw that many slip screens. Um, so you're right, Jack. I think he – I mean, he looks to me like a Division One quarterback, uh, and he's playing like one right now. So um, he's got a couple offers, but we're also trying to get that figured out. Quarterback's hard with the transfer portal, and he's not necessarily a true, you know, dual-threat guy, but he can take off running. Uh, he's, he slipped out of a couple sacks last night. Um, I think he's had a he's had a massive year. He's almost hitting 1,500 yards already, and so I'm um, very proud of him. He's come a long way, you know, because he came to us last year, and we had some growing pains with a whole brand-new offense. And then now that everybody's come back this year, he's spinning it pretty good. Because, you know, when you think about it, last night I think 18 for 26, maybe something like that, 18 mm-hmm. for 24 or something, but there were two or three of those balls that could have been caught, that should have been caught. So he could have been right there at like 85, 90% completion percentage last night. Yeah, I think we started out the game like 14 for 15 uh, for like yes. 280 yards or something. Yeah, um, yeah, just crazy numbers. Crazy yeah, numbers. the third quarter, it's, it keeps biting us in the butt every time. I don't know why we dip a little bit offensively. Had two three and outs in the third quarter. And, you know, they're doing the whole chew clock uh, game mode, you know, holding on to the ball. Um, you know, that's a good strategy. And so the game was close uh, because of that. But, you know, at the same time, uh, I'm really proud of how we're doing offensively right now. Well, you know, I kind of compared it. I, I said tortoise in the hair because they take seven minutes to score. You take a minute and nine seconds to score. No doubt. So that that's kind of – but that's what you guys want to do. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to uh, – you can play us two different ways. You know, you can do the whole shootout thing and, and people – some people go fast against us and don't mind. And then uh, other people, you know, they, they literally – 
did a great job because they were waiting until there's five seconds on the clock before they snap it, um, and they're getting five yards of carry. So uh, in the second half, though, we played better defense, and they couldn't do that. And um, but then at the same time, our our offensive dipped in the third quarter. So we've got to play. We haven't played a complete game yet. Uh, we're still learning how to win. That was the first game we were a heavy favorite since I've been here, and so um, I don't know if that affected the kids you know we're looking ahead and everybody knows what's coming down the road and um we're harping on that all week long but at the same time you got to get them 16 17 year olds to hey if you play in this county it doesn't matter who's on the other sideline somebody can beat you if you don't come to play well i think you're absolutely right on that coach but let's talk for a minute about your offensive faces the different formations and different (laughs) things that you do as an as an offense it makes it very difficult for anybody to game plan against you on on defense that is we do a lot of things we use a lot of players uh we do a lot of shifts and motions we do tempo but we can slow down um at the end of the game you saw our goal line offense or the old school single wing and shifting and motioning and um you got to have very smart players to do that and and we're fortunate there at blackman you know uh so we've got a bunch of smart kids and we can get out there we can run the ball we can throw the ball and we just try to find what works and get the ball to our playmakers uh that we have for that year and you know luckily we've got Got some pretty good quarterback and and wideouts and uh, you know running backs. You got lots of piece to the puzzle, coach. And that that was the next thing I want to talk about was that single wing because <laughs> I guess sometimes uh, history doesn't repeat itself. People repeat history. That's mm-hmm. old school. I mean, that is old school. What led you to to bring that to bust that out? So we actually had to go to that at North Jackson in Alabama, one of my previous schools. Um, quarterback uh, went down, and you know you, you didn't have another one when you've only got fifty kids on the roster. And so we we busted out the nineteen sixties single wing uh, straight out of uh, Rick, Coach Rick Darlington's famous Apopka, Florida single wing, um, and it worked really well down there. And I've just kept it as a goal line pack. And uh, the next thing you know, it's, you know, you put Ben Marshall back there and, and you feel pretty good about it. And he ran the 97-yard touchdown run, uh, broke a school record last week against Summit out of the single wing. And it just kind of expands and expands as you go. And uh, as a former defensive coach for a long time, I would not like to see that. Um, and so we run a lot of the plays and formations and different tempos that I hated as a defensive coordinator. And so we've just put them all together to build one offense. That That's what I didn't like. You talked about having intelligent kids because when you when that offensive line shifts like that when you do that shift you got to know where you're supposed to be at and some of that's even like a little texas two-step stuff where you got to move your feet in the right direction yeah we practice that a little bit but then yeah i don't know if you notice at the very end of the game um you know they were we were shifting and they were shifting and it was kind of that game going back and forth but at the very end we hit them with the old fake shift and go back and they all took off to the other side, and that's what that's what led Ben to get the game-winning touchdown down there, or to actually to run the clock out. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Because, and also the thing that it did on the first drive when you did it was a couple of offside penalties because they didn't know they, they saw the shift and then they jumped. <laughs> yeah, it was like twenty-five yards of penalties in the first couple times, but uh, but yeah, I mean you got to have smart kids and and they got to know where they're going and you got to practice that stuff and uh, we do a lot, you know. Um, but it just happened to work out last night because, honestly, Stewart's Creek did a great job, and, and we're fortunate to come out of there. Coach, we want to talk, we've talked all about offense, but let's talk about the defense for just a moment. Huge stand, fourth quarter, it's tied up, you turn the ball over, you give it up, they've got it on your 33, mm-hmm. and your defense pushed them, they went backwards. Yep. Yep, and honestly, we did a great job at halftime, uh, you know, going over 
all their formations and motions and stuff that gave us problems in the first half. Uh, Stewart's Creek does a really good job of, of, I don't know if they script or whatever they do in the first half, uh, but you know you're going to get a lot of that in the second. So we adjusted, and um, they played much better defensively, and um, we've just got to put the whole game together. You know, the third quarter, that's what we got to get together. And if we do that, we got a chance to be pretty good. Um, but I'm proud of the defense because they, they took a beating in this offseason, and we're starting to stop the run a lot better, and we're playing a lot better on defense. And um, so they're giving us a chance if the offense doesn't, you know, does go three and out. We have to play more kids over there because they play a lot of snaps. Um, they play way more snaps than most teams do just because of the way we either we score so fast or we're going four and out. So either way, we're our offense is only keeping the ball for about a minute at a time. Um, and so you've got to use more kids over there too. Coach, let's talk for a minute about the special teams, uh, your kickoff, uh, mm-hmm. I think you onside kicked every, every time, time, but, but, but so what, what's the, what's the thought process behind that as far as, Hey, if we've got the ball, they can't score. I don't want to get in it too much cause it is kind of the trade secret, but, um, we do use analytics. And so we're just kind of gauging, you know, here's where our kicker can reach. Uh, here's who they have back there. So they had the Ote kid as their, as their kick returner runs a 10, seven hundred meter dash. Um, we don't want to kick the ball all the way deep to him. And so, uh, we're kind of gauging, you know, in the game. We've done both. We've kicked deep uh, earlier in the year against Brentwood. We've done some some deeper kicks, and we just kind of we have to decide going into the game. Here's what we're going to do. They're trying to hold the ball, or they're trying to do this, and uh, that kind of decides whether we're going to kick deep or not. Ote, you did a good job of holding him down. I think he had like about 80 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you had to be pleased with that. Yeah, we were, we were scared to death of him. Honestly, um, he was the best running back on film uh, leading up, going into the game that we'd seen all year. And so we were we were scared of him. They've got a very good slot receiver, a uh, good quarterback who can run around. So they're a dangerous team, um, and we knew they're well coached. And it was going to be a difficult game uh, if we didn't come to play. And honestly, in the first half of defense, we didn't. So uh, good job by them, and we're just we're fortunate to get out of there at least it wins a win it's ugly but uh, we'll take it and move on well it still goes in the left-hand column right coach I, yeah that's what they tell me <laughs> so and then we got a, we got another one of these type games next week we got to come to play we got Antioch um and we can't be looking ahead because everybody knows what's coming uh talk about Paige for a second we hadn't mm-hmm. mentioned him I think he had 186 yards uh yep. receiving yeah, a couple fi- touchdowns he finally went off so I mean yeah he had 186 two touchdowns uh eight catches um, so he, that's what we expected to see from the start. He, he was coming off um, finger sur- thumb surgery. And so now he's finally back healthy, ready to go, understands the offense, what we're asking him to do. And now uh, Jack's getting confidence and throwing it to him. So that now when we add him to Justin Brown and Ben Marshall, we can use all three of them uh, and also run the ball. So um, we feel pretty good having three three dudes out there to throw to. Uh, tr- kind of a triple threat, three musketeers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brown, the catch that he made – Right before halftime in the end zone, he basically uh, was wearing the the Stewart's Creek kid. He was all over him. It would have been a defensive penalty. But how about that concentration, that catch? That was all. It was an awesome throw and catch. Uh, they brought a corner blitz um, off the backside of a of a missed protection call, and so he came free and Jack rolled out um, outside the right right end uh, to buy time, and then threw it up to Justin, who was bit, yeah basically getting mugged, but came down with it anyways. Because we've told these guys now, like uh, they're so talented that uh, as a defensive coach i would rather just take the pass interference penalty and just hold them and not give up the 50 yard gain um and so they're gonna have to fight through some of these pass interferences i think coach to talk about moving forward from here 
Blackman Blaze. It looks like you're getting better every week, and the, the kind of the the wheels are turning, and, and they're, they're grasping it. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about what you got coming up this week. Well, we've got uh, no more road games, so that part's awesome. So we've got five straight home games to finish the year. Uh, we're done on the road, so um, we're playing at the Inferno from here on out. So we've got homecoming this week against Antioch. Uh, expect a big crowd, and then uh, you know region game against Oakland the following week. So with Antioch coming up, though, uh, all eyes have to be on them. Uh, even though we know the Oakland game is going to be a big one coming down the road, uh, they've got a bye week too, so um, it's going to be a big one. But you know we got to get through this week first. 16, 17 year old kids, you talked about that maintaining focus. That mm-hmm. that going to be a big challenge this week. I would just, I would assume it is. I mean it's it's a big challenge for coaches. It's a big challenge for everybody because we know uh, how big the following week is, uh, and then you've got homecoming and all the distractions and the parade and you know I've got a float and we, of course we're going to go big for homecoming. So we're doing all that. So there'll be a lot of distractions on game day and then you know you just hope to go out and play well and stay injury free and then get ready for the big one the following week coach chandler tigard we certainly appreciate your time go out to the inferno and see them the greatest show on turf right coach that's, that's so right. Uh, that's get right. out to blackman and see them uh, thanks coach for your time the coaches show is brought to you by first national bank of middle tennessee if you're looking for a hometown feel with your bank turn to the first national bank of middle tennessee offering full service banking and mortgage services Okay, Blue Raider fans, if it's Middle Tennessee gear you want, nobody, I mean nobody,